The Torah attributes Avram Avinu's success in measuring up to the Nisoyen of the Akedah to Yeres Hashem. Not to Torah attributes Avram Avinu's success in measuring up to the Nisoyan of the Akedah not to his Avas Hashem, Zera Avram Oavi, but rather to Yeras Hashem, Ata Yadati Kemata. We have to try to understand what this tells us about the respective domains of Ahava and Yira. The question which is already posed by the Posigim Chumish is sharpened, becomes more acute in Rambam's discussion of the Akedah. Perhaps we'll just try to read a, a few lines together. The first of the, the two major lessons, of the two major thrusts of the Parsha of the Akedah, is the Rambam. Is Lahudi Ainuk Tseg Vulha Ahavala Kel Yasale Vahayira Mipanov at Ezeg Vul Hain Magios. The Akeda comes to teach us the extent, just how far reaching, to what degree Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem should reach. Accordingly, Avam Avinu was commanded in the parasha of the Akeda. What Avram Avinu was called upon to do went beyond giving away all his earthly possessions. It went beyond sacrificing his own life. It went beyond any conceivable situation something which one would have thought that it's inconceivable that a person could respond to 
שאיש אוקור המשתוקק ביוסל לילד, הברן, man who has been pining for a child. אדם בעל אושר רב נשאו פונם המבקש שמצא את צהוב תסהב האומה. He wants child so that he can become the progenitor of a nation, as the Rambam writes in, in Hilchaz HaVodazara, Umo HaYodas HaSelokeha. Ubolo HaYelad LaAchayeyush. Finally, finally after he despaired of having such a child, he receives the gift of that child. Morabo Tihiyad Dveikusobo VaHavosoyelav. How extraordinary and how intense must be his love and his dvekus in that child. Skipping a few words, we'll come back to them, Again, the Rambam attributing Avram Avinu's actions both to Yira and Ahava, already the second time, right? When the Rambam introduced the, his discussion, he says that the Akedah comes to teach us and now he says Avram Avinu is acting a third time Avram Avinu lo mihel lishchot es Yitzchak mitoch pachad min hakel penya hargenu o yiroshesh also. Avram Avinu wasn't acting out of any sense of fear or coercion or intimidation. Lest Hakadosh Baruch Hu kill him. Lest Hakadosh Baruch Hu impoverish him. El ach verak beglal ahavasa yisale viyiroso. Again, Avram Avinu is acting out of both. He's acting out of both ahava and yira, three times already. Lachain Omar Loha Malach, and that's why the Malach says at the end of the Nisan of the Akedu Ki Ata Yadati Ki Relu Kim Ata Kloma, Bemasa Hazashi Biglolo Ye Omer Alacha Yerelu Kim, Yedu Kobene Odom, Mahuk Tegvul Yeras Hashem. All of a sudden, so the Rambam is only talking about Yeras Hashem. Clearly prompted by the Pasuk, but, but what, what, what do we make of that? And then the Rambam makes another, what probably to many of us seems to be a very startling statement in terms of what the ultimate goal of Avodas Hashem is. Da shahu hidgesh inyan Torah also. HaKadosh Baruch Hu emphasized and clarified V'tziyein, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu indicates unequivocally, Shetachlis kol ha-Torah kula, the end goal of all of Torah, Tachlis kol ha-Torah kula, L'Rabos ha-Tzivuyim ha-Yisurim ha-Avtochus v'ha-Sipurim ha-Klulim ba, all the mitzvahs, all the stories were told, He dover echad, there's one end, ultimate goal for all of Torah, Hayira mimenu yisala. Yiras Hashem. Yiras Hashem is the ultimate goal. For who devoro, and, and this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu expressed in the following posuk, in lo sishmo lasos, es kol divei ha-Torah hazos, ha-Ksuvim ba-Seifa hazeh, 
you have to observe, you have to fulfill, you have to comply with all of Torah. For what? One more question, and then, and then we'll, we'll try to reflect a little bit and and uh, and, and, uh, and and to unravel a little bit. The Sifri in Pashas Vaschan and Rashi, as, as you know, paraphrases it. The Fisha who Omer says the Sifri commenting on the Pasuk of Ahavta Hashem Lokecha, the Fisha who Omer Hashem Lokecha Tira Vaoso Savot. There's a tzivoy of Eres Hashem. Yesh lecha adam kshuhu misyarei mechavero kshuhu matricho manicho vaholechlo. Ela ata asei meahava. Sifri says, Sifri is presenting a, a psychological truth not intended as a logical truth that if a person is only motivated by Yira, at a certain point, if, if the boss is too overbearing, if he's too imposing, so you tell the boss off, aye, but he's going to fire you, and you're not going to get your next paycheck, there's only so much a person can uh, withstand. Not a logical reaction, but a psychological reality. But Ahava, Ela'ata Asay Me Ahava. That's what Rashi paraphrases, that that's why the Torah gives us the mitzvah of Ahava. So clearly the Sifri is telling us that Ahava surpasses Yira. Ahava will bring a person to a, a degree of loyalty and steadfastness that Yira can't. So how do we reconcile that with the Ata Yadati Ki Elokim? In Sishmo Lasos, Liyiras, Kodive Atora Hazos, Liyiras Hashem Anichbat. So clearly, clearly the answer is the Malach, in Ata Yadati Kirelukimata, the Posigan Kisavo, Liyiras Hashem Anichbat, is talking about Yiras Aromamus. And the Sifri is talking about Yiras Aonish. But it doesn't really answer the question because the Sifri is clearly saying that the Posuk of Es Hashem Elokecha would have been inadequate. The fish who Omer Es Hashem Elokecha Tira Vaoso Savod, Yesh Lecha Odom, Kshuhu Misyari Mechaver, Kshuhu Matricho Manicho Vaholechlo. But doesn't the Posuk of Es Hashem Elokecha Tira include both types of Yira? So it doesn't really solve our problem to align the Ata Yadati Kirel Kemata in Losishma Lasas Liyira with Yeras Haromamus because that's also included in Esasham Kachatira and the Sifri says that's, that would have been inadequate because Manicho Vaholechlo at a certain point. It's well known that, that the Rambam consistently 
emphatically explains that Avas Hashem is attained through his boninus, through Yediya, through Havana, through Hasaga. Vishasha is bonin odam bimasa vubuav haniflayim. The fiha deya tiyeha ava imaat maat vim harbe harbe. Amas Hashem, the Miyad who ohe, who Meshabea, who Mefoyer, who Mesave, Taiva, Gedola, Leda, Hashem Hagodol, a person is captivated, he's mesmerized by what he understands. The Hisbonanus in Sefer Mitzvahs with the sin, the Histaklus, the Hasoga, a person is captivated enthralled, fascinated by what he understands. And that's why, that's the background to the Rambam's comment in Perisha Mishnayas on Ovis on the mission of Antignus Yisofo. The Imkolzeh with that noble mode of being Oved Me'ahava, Lo Pitara Min Hayira. Antignus Yisocho doesn't uh, exempt his Talmidim from Yira. L'chach Omar, Im Hayeschem Ovedim Me'ahava, Alta Nichwes Hayira Legame V'yehimor Shamayim Alechem, L'fishekvo Nema Gam Ba'atora Hatsivri Al Hayira. V'hu Omer Es Hashem Alokech Atira. so the Ramam here has a type of has a typology. He says generally he doesn't mean this as an absolute rule. Ahava will lead a person, will inspire a person to kia mitzvah essay, but it's yira that's necessary for compliance with mitzvahs losasay, and especially those mitzvahs which are shimios, those mitzvahs whose reason eludes us. Those mitzvahs which are not intuitive. Why? Again, so within the Rambam's framework it makes perfect sense. The ahava is generated, is a product of one's understanding. This profound, again, appreciation, fascination, being enthralled, captivated by what one understands. But when one comes up against something which is beyond our understanding. So at that point, Yira is necessary. Again, befrat the mitzvah hashimiyos. Clearly, the, the Akedah, the Tzivay on the Akedah, 
represented the ultimate Chok. One would be inclined to describe the Chok as follows. This is the way the Malbim, for instance, does. Avraham Avinu discovered HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Avraham Avinu was Mekayim Kalatoro Kula because his Seichel was so attuned to MS. His Seichel was so attuned to the Seichel Torah. That's what allowed Avraham Avinu, even though he was Mushka Bo'orkastim ben Ovdeh Avodah Hatipshem, so it allowed him to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be Mekayim Torah Kula, but such a Seichel, so attuned to Torah, was also attuned to the Pasuk of Kichol Torah's Hashem Asher Sonei Osu Leilohehem, Kigam is Bnei Mezbenosehem, Yisvifu Vaesh Leilohehem. Avam Mavinu understood better than anyone until Moshe Rabbeinu how much of a to'eva human sacrifice is. And now he receives a tzivoy seemingly to engage in just that. The ultimate chok. By mitzvah shimios, the Rambam says, a person has to draw upon Europe. But there's a lot here that's still unresolved. First and foremost, the Rambam doesn't depict an Isayan of the Akedah that way. Right? Remember, we read, the Rambam didn't say anything about the irrationality or the barbarism of, of human sacrifice. Rambam seemingly was describing it in much more emotional terms. For who she'ish okor ha-mishtokeg b'yose li-yeled ha-mevakesh ha-mitza'etzo'ov tishave umo u-bolo ha-yeled li-gacha yeyush mo-rabo tiya dvekuso v'avoso elov That's how the Rambam describes the sign of the Akedah. Why, why did the Rambam pass up on, on that other depiction? So, Kemaduma, the Rambam is telling us something extraordinary here. <coughs> to fulfill a hope. A person acts against his better judgment. Doesn't make sense to me. I don't see why I should do it. A person acts against his better judgment. He allows, as it were, HaKadosh Baruch Hu to overrule him. But what the Rambam is telling us is, by the Akedah, that wouldn't have allowed Avraham Avinu to proceed. It's humanly impossible as long as Avraham Avinu feels that intense love and dveikos for Yitzchak, it's impossible lo kachas es ha es v'no. 
You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible to take a knife and shecht a child whom you love more than anything, in whom you're totally davik. That's what the Rambam says when he introduces it. He says, So how does Avraham Avinu measure up to the Nisayim? Avraham Avinu makes light of his love for Yitzchak. Avraham Avinu's Avas Hashem and Yeres Hashem is such not just that, that, that he's willing to act against his own better judgment and follow the Tzivah V'Kodesh Baruch Hu, but his every thought, his every emotion, his every feeling, his every aspiration is contingent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's approval and validation. And when HaKadosh Baruch Hu seemingly tells him, Ha'alehu Sham La'ola, you have to put aside your love for Yitzhak because you can't act against it. It's humanly impossible. That's what the Rambam is saying. No one would think it's possible because it is impossible. As long as the Ahava is as intense as it was and the Dveikus is as complete as it was, a person can know that he's supposed to do it, but can't do it. What Avraham Avinu is able to do, what Avraham Avinu was ready to do, is Avraham Avinu, his self-effacement to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Hispatlas to is so complete and is so great that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu seemingly, obviously HaKadosh Baruch Hu isn't really telling him that, and obviously, Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants parents to have that that uh, that, that love. But when Hakadosh Baruch Hu is seemingly telling him that that he has to stop loving Yitzchak, because it's only when you can stop loving that you can pick up a knife and shecht. You can't do it otherwise. So Avraham Avinu is able to do that. That's the hispatlus of of the Akedah. His patlus comes from Yira, doesn't come from Ahava. Again, Ahava, a person is fascinated. He's captivated, he's enthralled. The Hispatlus comes from Yira. With that, let, let's, let's revisit that, that famous halacha in Paribes of Yisodei HaTorah and, and, and try to gain a very Crucial insight. Miyad who near Talachorov, the Yura the Yafachid 
ויודע שהוא בריא קטן השפלה אפלה עומד בדס קלה מעוטה לפני תמים דיוס כמו שאומר דוד כי ערש עמךו מואנוש כיסס קרנו. So at first glance the Rambam is telling us that the Neflos Habore simultaneously inspire two reactions. They inspire a reaction of Ahava and they inspire a reaction of Yira. But La'acha HaHizbonanus what the Rambam is saying is more nuanced than that and maybe chronologically it's simultaneous but conceptually it's not. Moshele Ma'adov Adome have to enter a time machine. The person's been learning for many years he's never heard a shear from the Rav Going back a little bit further in the time machine, he's never heard a share from Chaim. He goes, he hears the share. He he realizes the the worlds of thought and ideas pulsating with life that Rebchayim, that the Rav see in a line in the Gemara, a line in the Rambam. And he's absolutely fascinated. He's enthralled. What does that give way to? What that inevitably, inexorably gives way to is, I don't understand anything. That's what's in in the lines of, of the Gemara, in the lines of the Rambam these worlds pulsating with, with vibrant, profound ideas. I, I see two dimensions. I, I read and I translate. He realizes that, 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 that he's nothing. But in order to have that awareness, that recognition, he has to understand the shear. If he doesn't first understand the shear, if he's not first fascinated and inspired and captivated and enthralled, he's not going to discover, he's not going to retreat and, and recognize that, you know what, I don't even skim the surface. It's only because he has the reaction of Ahava. It's only because a person sees the Chachma She'em La'erich V'lokates, only when the person has the reaction and the experience of Ahava, can he then have the reaction of Yira, V'yodeya Shuhbirya Tan Ashfeila Afeila Omeh Bidas Kala Me'utel Fneitrim Deyas. In the Marshal, if one doesn't understand the Shir, one doesn't feel ignorant. The Shir just leaves me cold. If you understood the shear, if you saw the chokhmah, the extraordinary chokhmah, the vibrancy of it, so then, conceptually, it happens afterwards. Maybe chronologically it happens simultaneously. But then it happens afterwards that the person recognizes, 
I don't know anything. Biryatana Shvela Afela. The Hisbatlus necessary for the Akeda is an expression of Yira. It's an expression of nothing about me, about any feeling, thought, desire, aspiration, attachment, has any validity if it's not validated by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That complete, total Hezbatlus, whether I understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu's validation or invalidation, doesn't make a difference because that his spotless is necessary to measure up to the Nisarna of the Akeda ki yadati but you can't attain that pinnacle the pinnacle of Avodas Hashem that's what the Ram says that's the pinnacle the Yeros HaRomamos is the crowning achievement of the Avas Hashem but you can't attain that until and unless a person has the Avas Hashem the Yerusar Romumus is an outgrowth. It's the capping achievement. It's the crowning achievement of the Ava. That's what the Ramam says throughout. The Akedah teaches us, Gvul Ha'ava, Gvul Ha'yira. It's to tell you what Avraham Avinu was able to do based on his Ava and Yira. And that's what the Malach tells him, Ki Ata Yadati, Ki That total self-effacement of meikil ba'ahavas hayeled, meikil ba'erech hayeled ha'ohlo, that total, total self-effacement, that's Yeres HaRomomus, but the Yeres HaRomomus comes as a result of ahava. The ahava translates, segues into that. The Rambam famously writes, Hasogoso, what it means to apprehend HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hu choser hayecholas lahasigo hasoga gemur. What it means to understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what it means to apprehend HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is to recognize is to understand as deeply and profoundly and fully as possible that a person can't understand the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Or the way that the Rav quotes it at the beginning of Isha Halacha, Tachlis HaYediyah Shalom Neida. Yediyah is the basis of Ahava. The substance, the essence of Yira is Birya Tana Shvela Feira Umerz Vedas Kala Tachlis HaYediyah Shalom Neida. Tachlis HaAva Hi HaYira. And the MS, everything we're saying is Mufurashim Medivir Chazal. Tanya Rabbi Meir Omer, Nama Yerelokim Beiov, Venama Yerelokim Bavon, Ma Yerelokim Haomer Bavon, Me Ahava. Yirei Elokim Ha'omo Ba'ava Me'ahava 
the Yira derives from the Ahava. And that's what it means, that the Yira is the ultimate, the Yira is the crowning achievement. The mitzvah of, of Ahava and Yira reflect two dimensions of, of our perception of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Rashba famously explains the Matveya Habracha when we shift from Nochach to Nistar, when we shift from second to third person. It's because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Niglo Mitzad Masav, Nistar Mitzad Alakuso. Through his actions, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is revealed to us, but his essence, totally, totally hidden, totally inscrutable. The truth is that the two dimensions of Helem and Giloi, of Nistar and Nigla, are present even within Masa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know of Nisim Nistarim, we know of Nisim Gluyim. In his Hesped, for his uncle at Velvel, the Rav explains that the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are represented and embodied in this world by Gedolei Yisrael. There are Gedolei Yisrael, the embodiment of Chesed, there are Gedolei Yisrael who are the embodiment of Gevurah V'chulu. And so too, with Midas HaGiloy, the Midas HaHelem. The Tafkid assigned to many Gedolim, arguably most Gedolim, Lahoros Loam Hamasa Asher Yasun, Laharbitz Torah Laadorim, requires at least to a degree that they embody the Midas Hanigla of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We shouldn't make the mistake of thinking that even those Gedolim who are and Lahavdul Ben Achayim Ben Achayim were famous in, in, in their lifetime we shouldn't make the mistake of thinking that we really know them, that we really understand them. But im kol is amidus hagiloy. Atahu akiva ben Yosef sheshim chaholech misofa olam vaat sofa. Is amidus hagiloy. But a kodesh baruch hu's midah of helim and tzimtzum also has to be embodied in the world. And thus, some gedolim are given the privileged tafkid. It's the privileged tafkid because I think every gadol would prefer the anonymity. Some gedolim are given the privileged tafkid of embodying midas ha'helim. At most. A handful of people, if that many, 
recognize their towering stature. They walk around as, as Hannah asked in her tefillah, Zera Noshem. They walk around, nothing stands out. People who interact with them day in, day out for decades have no idea who they are, with whom they're interacting. My brother Zechit Sadiq Gadosh Levocha belonged to that second group of Gedola Israel. Those to whom the Hashkocha assigned the privileged task, the schus of representing Midas Hahelim, Midas Hanistor in the world. There were very few select individuals. Who knew? When he was in his 20s, the Rav wrote him a private smicha which never saw the light of day, which was never shown to anyone. And he writes, he concludes the smicha with that, I thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ki Chanani B'nechet Godol Kazeh. A little bit later in life, when he was in his low 30s, his rabbi in Kabbalah, Yisrael El Yevaintrov, wrote a letter to someone who had met my brother and clearly had not taken the measure of the person. And he wrote to him that But virtually no one else had the slightest inkling. And it's not a criticism of anyone else, because it's due to the fact that he hid himself. His entire life he spent hiding. He craved and in large measure succeeded in preserving anonymity. Perspectives on that lifetime as a, as a Nistar. First of all, it just flowed naturally from his Midas Nova. He was just a very, very humble person. That same Midas Nova was crucial to one of the Memchez Dvarim, Shatar Niknes Bahem, in his growing into a Godol in the first place. And here, parenthetically, it should be noted that remaining a Nistar, so not only didn't that stunt his meteoric, me, me, meteoric growth, but it, it fostered it. <coughs> the story is told that the Beis HaLevi was asked, you know, one always hears of many, many Iluyim, many, many youthful prodigies, and most of them fizzle. Most of them don't, don't uh, grow into Gaone Gedole Olam. 
How come, how come Rebchayim, how come Rebchayim materialized? How come he didn't fizzle? And the Beis Halevi answered, I kept him hidden. My brother kept himself hidden. But the life of a Nistar, at a certain point, that Midas Hanava, which he had so ingrained in himself, when he attained high Madragas in Avodas Hashem, so that humble demeanor and dimension was reinforced by the sense of being a birya shvela vafela, omedes vedas kala lefneitzmim deus. Rebitzelah expresses the same idea in, in the Hagdama Tenefesh Achayim. Ika ha'nova shalolahargish masim hatovim shepo'al ve'erech ma'alosav shehisig. V'chol ashu yigdalu pu'ulosav u'ma'alosav v'sichlo yarve lahakir gdulosav yizbarach shemo k'ein ruach elokim tosif teis koach hergesh chesrono v'tadmim hergesh atzmos ma'alosav. And that's why in, in speaking of, in reflecting about my brother's Midas Hanova, what needs to be emphasized was its naturalness. There was nothing artificial or affected. There was nothing contrived. He acted humbly. He lived humbly because he felt humble. Because he was humble. <coughs> Whether it's the version we have in the Mishnah of Im Lamadit Torah Habe Al Taksek Tova La Atzmucha Kilchach No Tsarta, or the way it appears in Ovest of Abnason in Masisa Torah Habe, the passage from Abitzala could have been written about my brother. But, but here, I'd like to try to, I, I don't know that, that, that I'm able to. In, in speaking about the naturalness of his anava, it's Yotzim and Aklal, Lamed al Aklal Kulo. I'll try to explain. Most of us live in a world where we grapple with the Yetzirah for COVID, where we grapple with the Yetzirah of Gaiva, and we strive to suppress it, to overcome it.
But our mitzius is a mitzius shalchol. In that world, in that reality, there's COVID. In that world, in that reality, there's a strong yetzahara for gaiva. There are yechide skula who, by dint of immersing themselves in Torah, learning Torah by dint of their avoda of Tikan Amidas, who leave behind that Mitzias Shochol, and they enter a Mitzias Shokodesh. They inhabit a different world. That's a world in which there's no struggle with COVID, there's no Yetzirah for Gaiva. It's a world in which the Yodeya, Shuhu Birya Tana Shvela Afela Omedes Vedas Kalus Neitzmim Deos. In a Metziah Shalchol, one learns Torah. Perhaps one even devotes many hours to Talmud Torah, and maybe, maybe. Even as the Ran says, Tomid Yomum Valaila Kifikocha. But there's still a gap. There's my life and there's Torah. In the Mitsius of Kodesh, Kihem Chayenu Vaurachemenu isn't the line in Bikas Krishna. The reality. Torah is life. It's not what I'm it's not a mitzvah. It's not even a mitzvah keneged kulam, but it's life. Balkocho, I'd rather have to be videoed. And he was talking about this idea about Talmud Torah. It's not a mitzvah, it's life. In Metzia Shalchol, there's me, there's my life, there's Torah, there's mitzvahs. There's a gap there. In Metzia Shal Kodesh, Torah is life. And that's why my brother was not uh, big on, on, on traveling. To travel, you have to spend time. It's time that one could be sitting in the base medrash. Didn't travel anywhere. He went three times to Warsaw, Ben Azvanim, to be at the Chaim's Kever on his yacht site. The connection wasn't simply that there was an intellectual affinity, that that's how the Rav had trained him to think and to reason and to feel and to intuit, that's all true. The connection was a much deeper one. The, the Balatanya quotes from, from the Zohar Kodosh. How is it that with a handful of exceptions, Beishamai was always Machmir and Beishil was always Mekil? So the Zohar Kodosh says there was a certain Tchunas Hanefesh in the nefoshos, in the neshamos of Beishamai, that 
led them to see things in one way, a certain pattern of thought, a certain perspective, a certain understanding, a certain view. And there was a different Tchunas HaNefesh in the Nefoshos, in the Neshamos of Eisilo. They came from different places, different sources in terms of where Neshamos are, are Nechtsavos from. In a Metziyosh Ochol, we all have those Tchunas HaNefesh. But in a Metziyosh Ochol, a person either is totally unaware or very, very weakly aware of those Tchunas HaNefesh. In Metziyosh Ochodesh, a person feels it so deeply. The connection to Chaim's Torah was a spiritual, existential, call it mystical connection. In a Metziyah Shalchol, we're in Mitzvahs, we're Mekayim Mitzvahs. But we can and do experience Tircha, and not just for purposes of Talmud Torah, but just to know what our practical options are, we're very much aware of what's Ma'akev, what's L'Chathchila, what's Amidus Chasidus. In a mitzvah shochol, a mitzvah is an obligation, but truth be told, can also be experienced as an imposition. Torah sheyesh ba'asiyosan al ameha ratzos the Rambam writes. In a mitzvah shel kodesh, a mitzvah is always a sacred obligation, never ever an imposition. The only level which is relevant, halacha v'maysa, is mitzvah menamufa. That's the only halacha relevant in terms of practical option to be considered, to be implemented, to be sought after, is mitzvah menamufa. My brother used to walk hours, first day sukkahs, because there was... Uh, Jew at the other end of Yerushalayim who had contacts with the Sochre Esrogim who was able to get every year an exquisite Esrog more beautiful than anything my brother could have coined. And in his last years due to various factors walking at times was very painful. Between the round trip, he walked hours because there's no other way to be Mikhaim Mitzvah Slush. And in the Mitzvah Shal Kodesh, in that world, it's true. There is no other way to be Mikhaim Mitzvah. The other options only exist in, in the Mitzvah Shal In the Mitzvah Shal when we're learning, a kasha is a kasha. A question, a challenge, a puzzle. In the biography of the Gon, 
famous story is told how Chaim Veloshan comes for one of his visits to the Gon and he's told that the Gon's been closeted in his room he hasn't taken a bite of food he hasn't had a sip of water for well over a day because he's stuck he doesn't understand something cash is a crisis Kodesh <laughs> I've used to say that he can't, he doesn't go home. If, if there was a kasha left, he, he, just, he can't go home and go to sleep. That was my brother's world also. In a Metziah Shochol, one keeps Shabbos, goes to Shul, makes Kiddush, sings Miras, says the at the table. In a Metzius Shal Kodesh, there's a Hisromimus on Shabbos. It's an exalted time of exaltation. My brother Kemat did not sleep on Shabbos. He couldn't, couldn't give up on a minute of Kedusha Shabbos. To, to, to go to sleep a little bit but come out not a little bit yes when you spend time with him when you went to visit when he welcomed you into his apartment, he also welcomed you into his world. You were transported into a different world. You stepped out of your own Metziah Shalchol into his Metziah Shal Kodesh. And what a beautiful, wonderful Metziah that was. Last year, Chafei Cheshvan a remarkable life of a remarkable Ohev, the Yireh Hashem, was cut short. But that's not all. A world of Kedusha, a Metziah Shal Kodesh, was closed off to us. Halavai, that we too, on our own, someday should be able to gain entree into that Metziah Shal Kodesh and inhabit that world. Chaval al-da'avdin, tahenish mosel, tzuru, tzuru,